This is the true story of a group of aspiring voicers who came together to create a podcast to share and document their story and have their conversations recorded. Find out what happens when people stop holding back and start getting real. As in the very beginning, starting from their origin story, through their ups and downs, and so much more, as in beyond. Get an honest glimpse behind the curtain, as a few VO friends and maybe a guest or two. Talk their way into and out of the booth together, as they share pieces of their lives, voiceover journeys, and everything in between. This is From the Booth and Beyond. I'm gonna put my lights on. I'm gonna put my lights on too. You know, I found out. There we go. So I have a a no drill curtain rod. Oh yay! That I put up, and then I bought these like little clips, like curtain clips. Mm -hmm. That comes is like a clip, and it has a circle, so you can put it through the rod. Oh. So then, you know, I don't have to like put it up and down all the time. I just slide it. Oh, that's so cool. So you don't have to put any holes in your wall or anything mm-hmm. like that. That's so cool. No. That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. I like your um your lights too. Thank you. Yeah, it's so it's so like majestic with the trees. They came and... with a they came with a remote. The remote actually turns off because I have a sound bar for my TV. Oh. And it messes with it. The same oh. one when I turn up the volume on the tv it messes with the lights oh that's so weird. i have to like yeah i can't have them on all the time i just have it on for this and then take the battery out because then if i don't then every time i press the remote it oh messes my God, with it. too funny sorry right? we're I'm all bundled that's so weird like they're talking it to each weird. other or something i know it is weird. yeah and then like you're like your, i like your jacket i like that color Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's cold here. It's like the coldest it's been in, I think like a couple decades or like close to a couple decades. Yeah. So I'm like, and, and my hair is like static clingy. Okay. (laughs) Cause it's like cold and then it's dry, you know? So Mm -hmm. it's like weird. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I think the whole East coast is going through it. Yes. Yeah. We're cold. It's cold. Cold, cold, cold. Yeah. My mom, I talked to my mom because she she didn't lost power. Thank God. But there's like mountains of snow. She said they go all the way to, you know, I mean, I'm sure you're familiar with like East Coast houses Mm -hmm. usually have like steps to the porch. Mm -hmm. So it goes up to the porch. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's a lot of snow. A lot. A lot, a lot of snow. Yeah. Um. Gosh, I haven't been around that much snow in a, like three years. <laughs> yeah. See, things like that make me not want to move back. <laughs> oh, to the East Coast for sure. Yeah. I'm I like, know. I'm not trying to deal with that. I didn't even want to go back for Christmas because I didn't want to deal with the snow on top of like dealing with traveling during yeah. like, the holidays. But yeah. I was like, I'm, I don't, then I have to think about like hats and gloves and coats and yeah. boots for everybody, not yeah. just myself. Hello, Lloyd. Hey, How's it going? Hey, yeah. Good. Look, it's because it's so cold here. I'm using a snowman mug. <laughs> <laughs> how, how cold is, how cold is so cold? Uh, I think this morning it was like 20s or 30s. It was cold. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was cold. Yeah. So it's below freezing. I'll accept it. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, guys? Good. Super random. Wasn't there a thing a, a while, like a few years ago, like lizards were like. Iguanas. 
or they were like frozen in the trees. I okay. Yeah. <laughs> iguanas are not they're not indigenous to here. Right? I think they're iguanas. I don't think that, but someone brought them over and then they're here. Mm-hmm. And when it gets too cold, they go into some sort of like hibernation mode and then they freeze and they like drop out of the trees. <laughs> and I don't know that if happens they often. Un- well, right now it's like 40 down here. In, oh my goodness. Yeah, it's super cold down here. And iguanas are dropping from trees right now? They freeze because they go into hibernation and then they're, the, uh-huh. they're like perched on trees like a squirrel and then they just bloop, like fall out of trees. Oh no. And then they just lay on the ground until somebody finds them? Uh-huh. Until they unfreeze, I think. Oh my God. <laughs> could you imagine chicken. if could you imagine if humans did that? Like it got too cold and we just froze and just stopped the world. You know? That'd be awesome. I mean... <laughs> I'd be okay with that. <laughs> Yeah. If it Especially gets too cold, mornings. we do freeze. <laughs> Not Monday in mornings. a good way. <laughs> the, last night we were, I walked my dog a lot. So, um, and I've been taking my youngest with me because he's just, he needs to like, he just needs to get out of the house. And so he goes with me, but he refuses. He's the kid that like, if he didn't have to wear any clothes at all, like he would be so happy. And so he quite quite often gets on the bike or goes for a walk with me with nothing but like his pajama pants on and like maybe socks because you're free sometimes shoes but I'm like last night was in my heavy duty Patagonia you know to my ankles jacket and a hat and I had gloves on I was walking the dog and a car literally like stopped at the corner and it was a mom and she was like rolled her window down and she's like that's hilarious right there (laughs) and I go I'm not gonna even try she goes oh no like, <laughs> it was so funny. He'll learn. He'll learn eventually. Right. Exactly. You know, it's, when I was like three years old, I would take all my clothes off, <laughs> like all my clothes off, and my mom would like hose hose me down with like the hose. Really? <laughs> Which like, yeah, I mean, I loved it. It was like the best. <laughs> Because we lived in Puerto Rico, it was hot. Oh yeah, and hot like, and sticky. Oh yeah, totally. But I would always just take all my clothes, and I I didn't want to wear shoes. I was just like a wild little, you know, creature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> creature <laughs> I, I mean i didn't i mean i still don't really care to wear shoes inside but i yeah. i legitimately when i was younger like i would always go over to my grandma's house and like i legitimately would not talk to anyone until my shoes were off <laughs> <laughs> too yeah, funny I, we're a no shoes house too like i am yeah. ever since yeah ever since having kids i never even really thought about it but um yeah, you gotta take your shoes off at the door. And I think it's mm-hmm. it's like culturally too. There's some cultures that like mm-hmm. have to take your shoes off at the door. Yeah, Asian, yeah. Yeah, Asian culture for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We take our shoes off too. Do you? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. gross if you think about it. Like you're walking mm-hmm. all over the place in and out of yeah. all kinds of places. And then like, yeah. So yeah. I have, like, I tell you, shoes. Um, I have sandals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You take your one shoes off and put one shoe on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gross. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't like, so yes, it is gross, but I realized how gross it could be when I worked at Sam's club as a meat cutter. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's nasty. That's real nasty, man. Gross. I had like, <laughs> I, I, I stopped taking my shoes inside. Like I would take them off no matter how cold it was. I would like take them off outside and like stumble into our door. Yeah. Cause I just refused to like track like, Meat juice and ooh. Oh, <laughs> no, that's you don't have to clean blood. Yeah. Wait, but that's an interesting like topic though, because mm-hmm. like I would have never have thought that you would have 
worked like in the meat cutting, you know, neither would I department of dance club. (laughs) I did it for the money. I definitely, I definitely did it for money. I'm not good with, uh, like gross stuff necessarily. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not, I used to say I was a germaphobe and I don't think that's necessarily the case, but I am weird about things that could make you sick. Me too. Totally. Totally. I'm I'm like, hi, my name is Jocelyn. I'm a germaphobe. Like I was like, <laughs> like a pseudo germaphobe. You know, the commercial by Purell where they took the the bottle. Do you guys remember this? It was at a gas station. And then they, the camera went to the, through the bottle and everything was clean. And then they removed the bottle and then everything mm. was like dirty. That's I how I so. viewed the world. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I viewed mm-hmm. the world. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, even, no, go ahead. I was gonna say I'm not good with like gross stuff either. Like I could never like clean bathrooms for a living. You know, like I, I just could never do that. Yeah. And also I like dishwasher, I could never do that either because I hate you know how people have like plates and you have food left on the plate. Mm-hmm. I hate it when like they're on in the sink and there's water on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just and there's like there. food floating around. And yep. it's just ugh. ugh. I legitimately will go and I like if that's the situation, I'll go get like another utensil to like pop the drain and get the water out before I, you know, man, I feel like a freak with you guys all of a sudden. I'm just like, yeah, yesterday I stuck my hand down the garbage disposal, pulled all the junk out and shoot, like I'll eat stuff off the floor. I'm not wasting peanut butter. (laughs) Peanut butter. I dropped a peanut butter and banana and I was like, I'm not wasting that. I'm eating that whole banana. I don't care. My floor is clean. I'm going to eat it. You have, you, if I drop something on the floor, it's covered in dog hair. It was like, cool. legit. I can get that. I can, I understand that. But like, my like, floor was just clean just like the day before. So I was like, it's mm-hmm. fine. But it was a whole, it was a whole banana with peanut butter on it. I'm not going to waste that. Get oh out of here. my God. I wouldn't <laughs> eat that. <laughs> waste not, want not people. What, uh, what was it like growing up? Like us, it's like the five second rule. I think I saw a joke yeah. that like now it's like the millennials have changed it to like the 10 second rule or something. Ooh. Like it's no I longer s- five seconds. It's like 10 yeah. seconds or something. I've seen that too. I've seen somebody's mm-hmm. changing that. Oh, and then as far as like cleaning bathrooms, Growing up, my mom was a house cleaner and she also did Mm. a a side job at this, um, it was a pool hall. So every morning on the weekend, she would take us with her and we would go and clean up like the, like I was, I remember sweeping the the parking lot with, you know, cigarette butts and all that stuff. And then when we got old enough, she did make us go into the bathrooms and clean the toilets and stuff. And it was the worst, but I built the character. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you love the character. You have a lot of character. I have a lot of character because no, of it. Funny enough, my mom used to clean houses as well, but and sometimes she'd take me with her. But I, I would never. She I wouldn't, never. I, I just, no, it's just I can't. I, like, yeah. I, I can clean my own. Oh yeah, totally, like, totally, yeah. Public. I, I just, yeah. Well, I'm actually getting to the point like you know for a long time i was cleaning my son's restroom but now he's getting older and stuff and i'm like what the hell is going on here you're cleaning your own shit i'm not doing this no clean your own stuff (laughs) fyi i have a teenager as well and he was cleaning his own bathroom there for a while and then like he stopped cleaning it and then i discovered that he had stopped cleaning it and i was like oh my god Uh -uh. so i am back to cleaning it but i have a lot of boys in this household and it is I'm like, can I have my own bathroom? Like, yeah. I need my own. 
Heck yeah, like, you should. You should <laughs> totally oh, make yeah. that a, a thing. Yeah, definitely. I've, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, never mind. I get it. Never, I, that was a stupid question. I asked if you don't, but then I realized that you have to share. <laughs> I have to share one of like with one of the boys in this household. Yeah, I could kick him out yeah. though. <laughs> <laughs> I so when I was younger, um, like, I mean, cleaning has always been an issue. <laughs> the in in our house which is like whatever um but my mom used to be like super anal about like bathroom cleaning specifically mm-hmm. and she isn't now so like like nobody probably the last like three houses we live in nobody's ever cleaned the bathroom in the way that she used to have us clean it and so she'll be like is the bathroom clean how I like it clean and I'm like nobody has cleaned it that way in the past plus years <laughs> but I have done that. And when I do that, I have to take a shower. after. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When yeah. you do it right, you, you feel dirty for sure. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to ask you as a question. So like going off of Lloyd working at the meat cutting, you know, okay. um, department of the Sam's Club, anybody have like a job that, you know, you would never think that, you know, that you had to work at when you're growing up? I was a slide girl. Slide girl, what is that? Yeah, like a water, like a water park. park. Okay. Oh, yeah, water okay, park. okay. So it was like cross your arms, cross your ankles, go. You know, but it was the best because I could suntan all day until they yeah. put until they put um like a shade Umbrellas. over it. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it was great. It was it was easy. Oh, you must have been hella dark. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it was great. I loved it. Um, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I also worked at like an. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Herbalife. Yes. Um, like Herbalife. I worked at a uh, like one of those like shake and tea places. One of my friends at, from college started um, and then like that's cool. What it, and one of his friends took over and I like stayed working at like one of those. And I should have just got like a normal job. One, I don't like Herbalife. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like after like finding out lots of things about like stuff they've gotten in trouble for. I'm just like, I don't support that company at all. But also, it's, <laughs> it, it, it regardless of how anyone sells it to you, it's a parent. It's a, mm-hmm. like, even if they have stores, those people will never make nearly as much as like the people the who top up. Yeah. recruited them and the people who recruited them and the people who recruited them. Like, it's, right. It's dumb. Speaking but, of, yeah. herb, sorry, speaking of Herbalife, I, so I was living out in LA and we went to some party in the hills and that was the only building because I got lost. That was the one building that got me home because I saw <laughs> oh, the right. building Life. and I followed it. <laughs> all the way back to Brentwood because I well it was somewhere around Brentwood at the time but I didn't stay in Brentwood but that was the only that's what that reminds me of because that was the only building like as soon as I got to a main road I saw that building and Mm. it got me home your guiding light right herbal light your guiding light by the way that party it was do you guys remember like road rules and um yeah and what was the other show that not road rules, but um, real world, real, real, world. real world. Yeah. Yeah. I had gone to a party. Somehow I ended up at a party an after hours party with one of the guys from real world. He owned the house and it was oh. just like such a crazy, weird experience. But anyways, that's awesome. I want to yeah. hear more about that. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool. Did yeah. he own or was he renting it? I think you know he was rent renting mansions here. Yeah. 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 Cause it didn't look lived in, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like the, 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 the fridge and the freezer were too well stocked, you know, for like a party and it didn't right. really look well lived in. And he was kind of weird. Like he mm. was just like, had, was wearing a hat and he was like, like he wasn't really, I don't know. I can't remember his name. I can't remember like who he was, but it was, mm-hmm. he was kind of weird. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But like it was a few people remember whoever that person's name is. Right. Know, it's true. <laughs> 
And he probably still goes out there. Don't you know who I am? get out of here i remember i knew his name back then but i can't remember his name now but it was like but that's like typical out there anyways yeah you said he was a real world person i think so yeah like a cast member they're doing now is they're bringing them back because they started Mm -hmm. um, paramount they've they've done the first and second seasons they bring them back into the house yeah as like now (laughs) and they you know revisit all the drama that happened and talk about it and there's still drama and yeah i like the first season of it the second season back then or and this one i didn't really like yeah i was too I young used- to care yeah. <laughs> I, I, like i watched like i like it was one of those things where like it would come on and i'd like catch bits and piece of it and i'm like okay this is weird yeah. right and right. then i would like you know change the channel <laughs> Thanks right. for making me feel old, Lloyd. Thank you. <laughs> you know? I appreciate that. Appreciate the love. I, th- I binge watched the shit out of that show. Like, well, but MTV watching was cool. MTV was always running it. Like, you mm-hmm. know, even yeah. after, because I mean, yeah, like the first one was in like 1990 or something. But yes, thank always, you. Like, years- no, again, but you were st- you were also too it's young. Way to, like, really back then. <laughs> Dinosaur times. They they were always running it. They were, you know, all the time they would have like marathons and stuff. Mm -hmm. I've never been a person for reality shows, though. Same. Yeah, Yeah, same. I like some. I'm not a big reality TV show at all. Uh They just frustrate me. Yeah. And and, I mean, I could see that. When it comes (laughs) to like, (laughs) I only thing I really like really cared about, and it's not really as much of a reality show i guess it was more of like a documentary series it was like the true life mm. show. Mm. okay i, I yeah, would watch yeah. that those were good when the, when that came on i would always watch that but then yeah. like you know there was like jersey shore and all uh, that yeah. stuff and like the dating shows there was mm-hmm. a show called next oh my watched. god that was so awful <laughs> <laughs> i like i would like i would just watch i was probably like somewhere between 12 and 15 and i watched this show and i'm yeah. like man this is awkward but it's interesting <laughs> that's like my biggest fear <laughs> that's my biggest i would i mean because do you know what it was about angela and john i don't i don't remember next too much was that the one where they go into their houses no no so like, that so one i was that got, one made me nervous that one made me hella nervous oh um what was, <laughs> that was trading groups. spaces <laughs> I don't remember. No, 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 no. no. Oh, but I remember what? that show. Uh, no, it's like where they were in, on a dating show, and then the oh, one okay, person okay. who was picking, he, they would go into their prospective date's house and just kind of look around the room and oh, you know check wow, out their bathrooms and stuff. Cool. And boy, people would be like, "Oh my yeah. god, look at this nasty bathroom!" Or people would leave like their dirty underwears out and stuff. Oh. I was like, I would be so embarrassed if somebody showed up in my house without my, yeah. you know, without my consent and just went up yeah. in my business well, here's like the problem at some point whoever <laughs> these people are consented to someone something showing. yeah <laughs> you know and, but... and at the point at which they consented they should have been on their a game yeah like, right was, like, totally sometime in the next six months well my house is gonna be <laughs> right i'm not gonna months. be a oh, no. <laughs> what was next though what happened with next so next was this dating show where they got like five guys and put them on this bus and they would like drive to like a park or wherever like the mm-hmm. person was that they were trying to like date mm-hmm. and those people the people would get off the bus the the bus and like they would talk and like do activities and stuff and like if they didn't you know have uh chemistry they'd be like next 
Oh, like swipe oh, right. Oh, and God. then the next one would come out. Oh, wow. And it was, I mean, I remember I used to get, I used to feel so bad for the people who like took one step off the bus. <laughs> Oh, they're, they're like, like next. next. <laughs> it's my fear. That was that I would be the one stepping oh off the box. God. The box. Oh and, no! And he'd be like, next. <laughs> guys, the the people. Well, it's both men and women, but the people who got rejected, like, get on the bus and like just talk crap about the person. right. It's <laughs> their <laughs> loss. It's mm-hmm. their yeah. loss. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man. No, and that I, sounds crazy. I don't think I ever yeah. watched that one. No, no. it was terrible, terrible. But what I did like about the show is that sometimes they had like gay people on it. Uh-huh. Um, which was cool because I didn't, you know, back then, like I didn't sure. see a lot of that. So sometimes right. they had like guys or they had like women. So that part was cool. But the whole like having to step off and if, you know, it's like automatic judgment. Yeah. And you had to go Ooh. back and face the other guys that Aww. you just that got rejected. Of, that kind of like, you know, kind of leads into like what we're kind of <laughs> doing, you know? I mean, honestly, like oh, you yeah. know, getting into voiceover, I mean, rejection is like a big thing. You know, you're submitting yeah. and forgetting and you're, getting out there and you know mm-hmm. but it's not, not like super public <laughs> it's, it's not on a bus next it's, yeah it's yeah. not like on yeah. tv for the nation to see right, right. right. well we kind of went through that when we were in class and when we went there in class and we kind of you know that's we auditioned true. for them and then, you know mm-hmm. we had to put people's names on the that's kind of like that <laughs> you know that is true yeah. that's true so i can I'm, see that I want to ask, so Lloyd and I both shared like a little weird job that we've had, like Angela mm-hmm. or, or Frankie, do you guys have like any, or Gabby's here. Hi, Gabby. Hi, oh. I know she didn't turn her mic on right away. So I was like, what's she? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I was, I was setting up and then I was waiting for like the right moment to jump in. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know when to jump in. <laughs> jump crazy. in. How this next talk and <laughs> real world. Yeah. Gosh, MTV. Um, mm. I had a, let's see, I had a, I think radio is like my fourth job total. So, mm. and I've been doing radio for most of my career, but my first job was at a Chinese food restaurant. And then my second job, I stayed a long time at Tanya Hyde. So I was at a tanning company and I had oh, clean tanning wow. beds and stuff. Wow. So that was kind of gross. That was yeah. kind of gross. Yeah. I mean, wow. so, most of the time it was all right, but every once in a while I would get a sneaky person who came in oh, and man. it would just bake. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's just to wipe it all off and oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was oh my, my last, goodness. my last like job before radio, honestly. Mm-hmm. Did you tan? Like, did you feel like you had to oh, tan yeah. all the time? Yeah, yeah, I was always tanning. Yeah, for really? sure. I was hella dark too. <laughs> I, I know. I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you, Frankie? Um, my first job when I was 17, right out of high school, because I got a job in between when I graduated and when I was going to go to college, I worked at KFC. Nice. I like KFC. Terrible. Oh, what? Terrible, terrible, terrible. I mean, you know, like, like they have this big bucket of mashed potatoes and you basically have to sit there and like scoop. Like ice cream? Yeah. Yeah. Just scoop it. But then. I didn't really know how to sweep properly. So the the the, the manager yelled at me because I wasn't sweet. She was like, this is how you do it. And she grabbed the broom and she started doing it. That's how you do it. I'm like, oh, okay. You I'm needed to clean more toilets when you were growing up. I needed to clean more. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? Right? Yeah, that's why. That's why. That's why. That's why. You needed Angela's mom to bring you I around. Did. To sure, clean you needed me. You just needed me. That's <laughs> it. <Yeah. laughs> that's true. <laughs> 
yeah. And then I um I last I didn't last very long because I was going to school anyway. So you know, but then I sold timeshares when I was like I think nineteen or something. I lasted one week. Oh, wow. one week. <laughs> was it commission based or something? Yes. Yeah, you could make I'm the not commission. A good salesperson. I'm not. <laughs> So I don't anything. like I don't like people telling me no, so I'd be like, whatever, fine. Because you have You're to like lost. cold call people. <laughs> you know, cold calling is not fun. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, yeah. no, that's not good. I worked at a dry cleaner too when I was really young, and that was mm. interesting. That, that was... actually sounds really fun if you ask me. Yeah, I was with my, it was. I was with my cousin and her friends, and yeah, so it was the interesting part about it was people would leave all kinds of crazy stuff in their pockets and you'd have to hang mm. on to it. And a lot of times there was money, you know, so you have to put it in like a little box and we'd wait a certain amount of time. And then we would just end up divvying up the money, but you'd find all kinds of crazy stuff in people's pockets. And you think like, wouldn't you just go through your shit? Sorry, your stuff, you know, sure. before you took it to the dry cleaners, like, come on. Like, yeah. Anyways, it was interesting. Yeah. What was the weirdest thing you found? I mean, we found like condoms and that kind of stuff, oh, you know, okay. Weed? Yeah. No, I don't think oh, we found any weed. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> if we did, I mean, just just I don't wondering. think it, I don't think we saved it. But um, <laughs> back in the day, you know mostly I just remember is, finding money. Go ahead, sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna say it's funny because this conversation has made me think about how like, and I and I, I've kind of thought about this like updating my resume and stuff recently, but like the jobs that I have had never really have like lined up. They're, they have not been related. Right. Like I was an RA in college and I also work at a GameStop, worked at a GameStop. And then there was like the shake places that I worked. Um, and while I was at Sam's Club, I started as a meat cutter, but then I became an overnight forklift driver. And then I became a front end supervisor. And none of those like translate to each other. And uh Yeah. No, but it makes you interesting, though. It kind of like it, 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 it explains a lot about Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> Meat cutter uh, no. to forklifter to shake maker to herbal life tea maker. <laughs> you guys, you guys know the jack of all trades quote? Um, no. So no. It's, it's a lot longer than a lot of people think it is, but a lot of people will just say jack of all trades, master of none. Um, but it's supposed mm. to be. Uh, what is the rest of it? Let me find it real quick. Jack of all trades, master of none, but still often better. None? But off, hold on one second. Jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. Ooh, I like that. Nice. I like that a lot. Gabby, yeah. did you ever have any weird jobs like growing up or? Um, well, okay. So I, I had pretty crazy jobs. Yeah. Um, I was a nightlife photographer for a while in Vegas at um, the Hard Rock, no, not the Hard Rock, at the House of Blues and then B.B. King's and then B.B. King's changed it to where they wanted me in front of their restaurant, just telling people to come in and like these short shorts and a tank top. And um, but that's it. That was my job. I was just like, oh, hi, come on in. Come on in. That's Come it. Come on in. That was it. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, this sucks. You were <laughs> like the welcomer. <clears throat> yeah, I was a welcomer. And um, and then I was a photographer at the uh World Series of Poker. And that was a lot of fun. You got to meet a lot of people. And I think the 
the a weird thing that I did was I, I didn't work there, but I was a volunteer there at the public library, the one on Flamingo. Oh, fun. And um, this one time I remember there was an emergency, like an emergency at the library. Like the, the manager was freaking out. She's like, we have an emergency. I need you to, to help us. This is really bad. And I, so I, I follow her and she takes me into this room where everything is out of order. Like it's not alphabetized. Oh my God. And she's like, I need you to fix this because this is just insane. And I'm like, okay, it's, got, it's fine. I, I got this. Say, like, that was the emergency. That was out. the emergency. No, that everything was, was out of order. Oh, that's yeah. kind of cute though. <laughs> <laughs> like okay yeah I was like okay that's take fine. a breath can, yeah yeah like breathe yeah take a breath <laughs> that's cute yeah exactly oh and then um I was also a volunteer at the democratic office so I did a lot of stuff for the caucus back when Obama was still a candidate nice. I got to see him speak too and yeah I was really involved with uh, politics every time it's so. like that one word caucus, like I, I have to giggle every time. I don't know why. There's just words that just there's some words that caucus. I can't say, and there's some words that just make me giggle every time. I don't know why. Like I can't say astronomy. I can, is there any word astronomer? Astronomer. I've been practicing it. Can you? Guys, is there any words that you guys can't say or make you giggle? Like I, I also don't like moist. That's not a good word either. <laughs> moist. I feel weird about moist. people and they're like disdain towards that word. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I get it, but also I'm just like, it's not that big of a deal. I know. <laughs> but once you start thinking about it, it gets weird. I guess. Um that yep knees. That yep knees. Vietnamese? Vietnamese. That's the word. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> really? Say it again. Oh, Vietnamese. 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 <laughs> I've never been able to say oh my God. that word. I couldn't, I couldn't say refrigerator for a long time, but I can say it now. But like I used to like mispronounce it all the time. Like refrigerator, refrigerator. I couldn't say it. Anybody else? Any, anything? I'm sure there is. I'm oh, sorry, Lloyd. Go ahead. Yeah. I, well, I don't know of words necessarily that I can't say but I was just reminded of we were in a class a couple weeks ago I can't remember what it was and somebody was talking about you were talking Jack what am I mm, Jocelyn you were talking about oh being afraid of long words oh yes that's right and um, that was a long word in the poem that I had to read the fear of long words is Hippopotamonstrosis clipidaliophobia. Yeah, and he typed that in the chat too. I was like, <laughs> what the hell is happening right now? <laughs> what the hell is that? And I, I, that's no just way. the thing I know. <laughs> and I, I don't know whoever made that decision because they were a terrible person. <laughs> but the, yeah. The word was amorphousness or oh, something. Amorphousness or something. And I was yeah. like, what the hell is this? It was in a poem because he was breaking up the class. And, you know, when, you know, we were sort of breaking up between scripts and just taking a break. We're cl- we were cleansing our palates, you know, like if you're wine tasting, we were cl- cleansing our palates with a poem. And I had amorphousness or whatever. And I was like, I don't like long words. And here comes Lloyd. Fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. Fun fact. Oh, man. Yeah. You won't be I able to pronounce it. this one. 
Yeah. What was that word again, Lloyd? Hippopotamus phobia. That what is, is that a phobia of hippopotamus? Fear of long words. No, fear oh. of long words. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know, right? Doesn't oh. make any sense. Yeah, so. I, I don't know whoever decided to do that to people, but they were terrible. That's people. evil. That and when evil. did you commit that word to memory? Um, Fun fact. Right. <laughs> it was in 2000 but somewhere between 2009 and 2013 it was in the episode of iCarly <laughs> oh my are you serious right now yes like that's a yes. real answer yeah i mean angela <laughs> wow wow that's awesome fantastic like, story this is something i have to know i guess i have to remember <laughs> <laughs> i'm not shocked i'm not shocked I'm, i mean like i'm not even questioning that comment either because it's coming from you <laughs> and i mean that with lots of love <laughs> no i know yeah i just retained the most <laughs> random information yeah That's that cool. probably should go onto your resume when you update that by the way too just and if we go, do not have like, you do not have and next time we head to vegas and meet up as a group if we don't go to do karaoke and we go to do like what's that one thing where you go to the bars and you all those random facts like what is it called um, oh, trivia trivia? Night? Yeah. yeah lloyd's on my team Right? <laughs> no, no joke. There's no this joke. weird thing. Um, so I Myers Briggs tests aren't like really like they don't there's no real proof that they are like correct. Mm-hmm. Like it's debatable. But and I and I always forget the which one mine is because there's just the letters or whatever. But mine mm-hmm. is like the rarest one, and like one of the traits is just having like knowledge that you don't know why you have random knowledge. knowledge i what like, is, yeah. isf i forget mine too mine's just like ispf or something like that some real random one too yeah i don't like the <laughs> way that they're i didn't categorized i didn't take the myers-briggs but i took like a different one where they rank you with numbers and i was like mm. a number nine and i can't remember what that was it was I have to look it up. I can't remember what test, but it was like in that same umbrella of like personality tests. Right. Yeah, we should all do it or, or like find what or find what ours is and then like report back. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if we all have something pretty similar. I know, mm-hmm. right? I mean, obviously with different quirks, but I feel yeah. like we'd probably be in along the same veins. Probably. Mm-hmm. Who's got a who's got a dog in their backyard or in near them? I feel like there's there's does someone have a dog? There is a dog in our backyard. I don't know if it's. I have three dogs near me: a cat and a. Oh my gosh! Where are you? (laughs) Right, that's the question. Where are you? (laughs) I'm I'm at my parents' house. Oh yeah, your parents' house. Okay. Oh okay okay. That's why you don't. I'm in their closet. I don't recognize your surroundings. In the storage closet. (laughs) My mom was like, wait a minute. Do you need room? Should I move my, I'm like, no, just keep everything in here. I need it like tight. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds Compacted. good. Yeah. It sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Did you hear um, him barking? Is that why you asked? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. I hear him every once in a while. Yep. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's always the same corner of the backyard. Very like every day back in the Northeast corner of our backyard. He's like, just i don't know why i don't know what 
gets him out there because it's not like the other dog like a lot of people uh, i know other people have dogs around but they're not their dogs aren't out so it's not your specific dog it was so it's, it's northeast i know right <laughs> <laughs> did you catch that too i did i did yeah i was like oh northeast. okay so specific i'm looking up that test because it's gonna drive me nuts if i don't figure it out oh <clears throat> enneagram enneagram e-n-n-e-a-g-r-a-m Enneagram, Enneagram. Have you guys heard of that? No. I was listening to a podcast, the Angie Lee show, and um, and she was like hell bent on taking this test to determine like what your personality trait is. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's similar to what Lloyd was talking about, but I couldn't remember it. You know that mm-hmm. that brain thing that has here. I would have remembered an hour ago if I hadn't looked it up, <laughs> or I would have remembered an hour <laughs> from now. <clears throat> That's how my brand works. Unrelated. Huh? Unrelated. I meant to tell you, I was very proud of you yesterday because after a read, you were asked how you felt about it. And you were like, I feel great. And later on, you said, I don't know. But the fact that you started out with feeling, I was like, good for you. I was happy. I know. I said, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. I said, I don't know. And I was like, oh, shoot. Lloyd is listen, watch. Third, and he's going to be dumping a bucket of slime on my head. Yeah. Yeah. Only in my imagination. <laughs> I, I felt it. Slime. Yeah. Well, I, I felt it, though. Thinking, through the... uh, getting it to Florida. Yeah. yeah. It was a good class, by the way. Mm-hmm. It was a good class. Yeah. We had, I missed that particular coach a lot. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it was really great. And the energy was, I was like buzzing after the um, ongoing, I had to go for like a walk because it was just like, you know, it was a lot. Who's your coach? Casey. Oh, Casey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Casey. I love her. (laughs) She was pretty awesome. And it was a pretty good class, you know? Nice. Very cool. And it was nice. It was one of those times too, like, you know, going off of the, where, when you first get started in voiceover and they always say, when are you ready? When are you going to be ready to like get out there and do your thing? And they always say like, well, when you start getting consistent feedback from coaches where they're saying like, you're doing it, you're doing it, you know? And, um, and it was like, I'm starting to finally get that, you know? Like, and I had another, it was nice to be able to have another coach say the same thing that's been consistently being said to me. So it makes me feel like I'm on track, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. Awesome. Good to so, hear. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. One thing I realized that I, I have enjoyed being in like just listening in classes is like when people who haven't been doing it as long are like, mm-hmm. like you notice things you're like, I used to do that. Totally. <laughs> like, Definitely. Like, I know. Oh man. And it makes me, <laughs> and, and it makes me feel, you know, good about the progress that I've made. You know? Totally. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And then I cringe. Cause I'm like, Oh my God, I was, Oh my God. Like if you think <laughs> about like what you did and sounded like, like in the very beginning, cause you know, I still haven't gone back and like, I have old recordings, but I haven't gone back to listen to them. Cause it was like, mm. I don't know yeah, I get it. I actually found one of my old mini discs from like when I first started radio. So it's a, it's not, it's not like a floppy disc. It's the next one up, a mini disc. <laughs> so I don't know how to play it because I have, I don't know who has a mini disc player, but I'm sure there's some pretty scary stuff on there. 
I'm like, what? I'm afraid to hear it. <laughs> when we moved from Florida, when we moved from Michigan to Florida, I found in um, a shoebox all my cassette tapes. Oh, wow. Yeah, cassette tapes. Yeah, of my, like, first shows. And I was like, oh, my God, no. I think I (laughs) saved them, though, just to, like, yeah, that's probably pretty bad. So that's okay. Um, I mean, it's probably, I mean, it's a different context, though, than, like, what we're doing, you know? Totally. So maybe not bad, just different. Well, I could probably play you my, my, my last um, you know, cause you have to, some, did you ever have to do that where you had to record like a show and then you had to go sit down with like mm-hmm. your, Air yeah, check, yeah. yeah, I think I saved my, um, the last demo that I had and I went back and listened to it even recently. And I was like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> after such, yeah, like after everything that we've been training, you know, uh-huh. and it's, yeah, it was just weird. So what else, anyone else got anything else going on uh, with voiceover? Well, I, uh, I got two recurring gigs which went which i thought was cool so i got a um so i had done a a voiceover explainer video for this company a while back and then they reached out again to help uh for more help so i got those there was two gigs off of that so that was nice and then um it's awesome congratulations that's thank like you thank you but um hopefully they'll continue to work with me on some yeah. of their stuff so that was it was cool that they reached out for that sorry my cat was in something i don't know what he's no. doing i feel um, like that's like a huge accomplishment because i feel like that's what they say like getting out there and starting to audition and then actually getting a gig and then having them come back to you yeah and then creating like a reoccurring client right right yeah so that was that was cool and they're the two guys that i'm working with they're super duper nice so that that's fun um i did audition for this it was like a, a YouTube video for teens, right? So it was, um, gosh, it was probably like when I first started auditioning. So it was a long time ago, like last summer when I first started auditioning and they came back and they're like, Hey, are you still interested? Well, you know, let's, let's do this. And I was like, why not? You know, it wasn't the best pay, but I was just like, it's fine. I just want to kind of get my feet wet and see how it, it works. But it apparently was a Russian YouTube video. <laughs> that okay. I had to do an English dub on top of. Okay. So that was interesting. That was very interesting, but they paid me for two characters um, on that oh, particular cool. YouTube video. But That's really cool. Yeah. How did, you, how did you do a dub like virtually? Did they send you the video and then you had to like yeah. watch the video while, and then record at the same time? Or was it like a live session over Zoom or? Well, they happen? sent me the video and the script. And then um, I pretty much just had to match the the excitement and the way the, the words came out. So for example, one teacher would be the, the one teacher I did. She was like, you know, she would be like to the board now. So like that's that separation between that. I'd have to be like, she said it in Russian, but then I'd have to say it in English to the board now, you know? So like kind of have to kind of watch for that kind of stuff. And then like the second voice I did was for a tiny, like a little teenage girl who was like real giddy. So I was like giggling. Like I'd have to match how long she giggled with how long I giggled, you know? So that was interesting. So that was fun. It was fun. I don't know. They make, they, they say they will come back for more, but we'll see how that one works out. (laughs) That is really cool. Yeah, me too. Maybe. I I mean, it wasn't, I know. Right. Um, it it wasn't awesome. Great pay though. I guess in volume, Mm. it may be good pay, but for what I just did, it wasn't, it wasn't, but like 50 bucks you know, but, for the, the, the small little features that I did. 
So, yeah, but they paid you. And then also yeah. too, like, that's good experience for getting mm-hmm. you ready for like a bigger job, you know, or. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's so, cool. um, but they, I guess they do this kind of often. So um, they'll just keep me on their little roster if they need voices and I'll go in and do their voices, but it's a quick turnaround on top of that. So it's a quick turnaround and it's not the best pay. So that's kind of like, mm, mm-hmm. am I really wasting my you know, time on this? Should I be focused on something else? Or is this good for getting my feet wet and seeing how it works out? But I just kind of wanted to see how it worked out. But before I, you know, knew everything, I got the video and I was like, oh, this is a Russian video. <laughs> so trying to follow along in the English strip or script that they gave me and then listening to the Russian video that they sent. I was just like, this is interesting. This is very interesting, but that's so cool. Work. That is really <laughs> cool. Oh, Angela's going to be dubbing stuff for Netflix. Yeah, right. I hope so. Yeah. That would be great. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. I'd love that. Well, I mean, you do, <laughs> you do like five or 10, you know, $50, you know, gigs. That's like, right. that adds up, you know? I yeah. Mean, yeah. Plus well, the practice. Yeah. Originally they had said it should be about five videos a week. Um, and like you max, you can make is like a thousand bucks a week, um, depending on how many words they send to you. So, um, okay. I was like, okay, that's cool. But they sent me two scripts and they were pretty short scripts and you know, I got 50 bucks off of it. So it's fine. How did that they find really cool. you? Um, I, I auditioned on uh, voices one, two, three. It was a audition, but it was long. Like, like I said, it was like last summer that I auditioned. So I had completely forgot about it. And then they came back and was like, Hey, we love your voice. Would you like to are you still interested in this? That's so cool. I'm like, sure. Why not? They actually like talk about that in class. I mean, multiple Mm -hmm. coaches have said like, I've auditioned for something and then I forgot about it. And then like, you know, yeah. And then I didn't get it, but they found, they brought me back on for something different or they like came back and said, Oh, Hey. Yeah. So I hear about that all the time. Like even in like podcasts and stuff, I listen to people talk about that. Yeah. So that's, I think that's a big, you know, when they say, you know, send it off and forget it, you really do end up doing stuff like that. You'll send it off and you'll completely forget about it. And then like months down the line, you're like, oh, snap, you know, this is going to be some income that's coming in. So that's cool. Awesome. So, yeah. But I I will point out that I have noticed, and I don't know if this is because I am working a full-time job too, but I have noticed that I've slowed down on auditioning just because what I do have on my plate with work, with full-time work, and then what I do have on my plate from the voiceover stuff that has been coming in. I personally noticed that I've slowed down on auditioning just because I don't want to like bog down, I guess, you know, like I, I feel like there's so much going on that I can't keep track. If I'm keep, it's kind of like dating. If you're dating multiple people, like I can't keep track of all this. Like, I don't want to do that. So I'm like, I'm trying to narrow it down to like two or three clients. And then once they're finished out of my way, then I'll go ahead and get back to auditioning and stuff like that. But so I've, I've noticed that my, my workflow which is a class that I do believe they uh, offer. Um, my workflow has kind of changed. Um, so can you like narrow down the number of um, gigs or like bookings that you can take on those different sites? If you're on multiple sites, like, can you say like, I can only accept one to two projects at a time? Or... I don't think there's a setting for that. It's just no. a matter of like, you, you know, they'll reach out to you and be like, Hey, are you, you know, are you interested? And then if you feel like you're too overwhelmed with stuff, then you can say, Hey, I'm, I'm not available right now. I apologize, whatever. But for the most part, obviously, you know, as a beginner, you're like, Oh yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. I can do it. I can do it. I can yeah. It's fine. You know? Um, but then before you know it, you're like, Oh man, this is a lot. I don't know why I said yes to this or whatever. But in my experience so far, I've noticed personally that 
two to three clients, depending on how big the project is, is usually a good momentum for me until Mm -hmm. once they're out of my way, then I'll go back and grab a couple of more or start auditioning heavy again. Cause I've, I've auditioned maybe every other week, you know, I will sit down and do like maybe 10, 15 auditions on each site. Yeah. And then just forget about it for like two weeks and work on other, on the clients that are actually paying me Yeah, and then go back again and audition again. You know, so it, before I was auditioning every single day, whatever popped up in my inbox, I was auditioning every single day, popping all of those into their wow. uh, submission. So it's interesting. It's interesting. So you'll, you'll figure out your own workflow, but I noticed that myself personally, and like I said, I, maybe it's because I have a full-time job too. Mm-hmm. Had it be, you know, like I don't have a full-time job and I'm completely focused on VO maybe it'll be different. Yeah. But I feel, I feel like that happens with me too, with like podcasting. I don't know. I think Lloyd touched on that too. It's like when you start bringing on guests, it's like you can only handle so many guests that you're, you know, working with and trying to coordinate with before you're kind of like, okay, I need to like stop looking for guests and just take a break. And then, you know, I can right. see that happening too with voiceover, especially once you, how, how many auditions do you think you went through before you kind of got a couple clients? I feel like I auditioned, I probably got up to like, I want to say close to like a hundred auditions before I started picking up clients. Okay. Um, And they're reoccurring clients now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can go through and look, but yeah, but I think before I started booking people, it was close to like a hundred before I started booking anybody. Yeah. Um, but that happened really quickly though, you know, cause you, I always wonder, you know, like once you start getting out there on the pay to play sites, once you get, you know, the demo and you get out there, it's like, how quickly does it start happening? You know? And then you yeah. think like, how, you know, how much work is really out there? You know, mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like worried about it. Cause there's so many different types of VO people out there too. But- you know what? I, and I, I worry about that too, you know, because it just seems like there's so many different people and you're like, Oh man, is there enough, you know, room at the table for me? La la la. But there's a lot of work out there and it really does depend on your read. Like you could probably have a better read than somebody who's been in the business for 20 years. But just because the way you presented the read to the client, they picked you versus this veteran who's been there for 20 years, you know? So like, it really just depends on what the client is looking for and what they're, they're searching for at that time. So, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like dating. I'm just kidding. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. That's an interesting analogy because I've never, (laughs) I have, so gosh, I just want to note that I've never been comfortable with like the idea of like dating and going to date like multiple people at a time only right. done that. i've only and i've only ever done that once and i told both people that i was like dating like going around dating not like you know we're a thing uh-huh. and that was so uncomfortable and well I, I you know i think nowadays it's become more normal for people to be like i'm dating multiple people right now mm-hmm. you know and i'm trying to figure out what's working for me so deal with it I think Whatever. that's funny that you're like, I'm dating or I'm going around dating. I yeah. Imagine you walking around, around and around and around. No, so like, because like for me, the connotation of like people who like, like I've like, whether it be like family members or, you know, older, it doesn't matter. The examples I've been given of that, you know, were never really good. You know, I don't like the idea of like, you know. Play it. You in a play it? Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah. So like I, I, you know, speaking of like this, I, sorry, go ahead. You oh, no, I was going to say like, I, like I use dating apps and what have it. And there was one point a few months ago where like, I ended up matching with two young women and 
we ended up going on dates and one i you know still actually go out we haven't been like a thing or anything but we go out on dates you know the other one you know kind of fell off but like when that because it was like within the same week they Mm -hmm. matched with me and i was like all right i'm just gonna put myself out there I'm going to go on a date. So we went on a date. I was like, just so you know, I'm like using date maps, actively like trying to find something. I don't want you to feel, if you feel uncomfortable about mm-hmm. that, that's fine. You know, because like so many people have, have, have stressed to me that like, and, and I get it, but I don't feel comfortable with it, that you can't like, it's, you can't, it can't be like an eggs in one basket. Situation, right. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of putting yourself out there, though, you put yourself out there and went to a social event yes. in the voiceover. Yeah, tell about us that. about it. Let's oh, that, that will yeah. Tell us a little bit about um, it. So, in the Vegas Voices group, that I think are is everybody in that group mm-hmm. on Facebook. Um, Sunny, gosh, what is her last name? Westbrook. Um, she made a post and was like hey who wants to go to this improv show you know support the arts blah 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 and I was like the like somebody said they would go but they were busy or what have it and I looked at this post like three days I'm like hmm I could and I would like close out Facebook and forget about it and then one day I don't I don't even I was just like I I messaged you guys and I was like is this the thing I should do (laughs) and uh you know listening to you guys i was because i i don't do things i don't go out and do things really so like it was a situation wherein i went to have a new experience i guess i mean essentially within a a total stranger um and she she had a friend that came with her because she had you know been planning on going by herself anyway so it ended up being Sunny, myself, and her friend Lisa. Um, and Sunny, she does voiceover, but she's also a realtor. Uh, but I think she was in like, like she's done like some uh, character work, like My Little Pony and Ooh. stuff. So that's I was like, cool. Oh, cool. Um, but we, yeah, we ended up going to this uh, improv show called uh, Bleach Improv, your show which happens every Thursday um, at the Vegas Art Company downtown or B- Vegas Theater Company downtown. And uh, it's this thing where like they take a suggestion from the crowd and like the rest of the show is based on that suggestion. Oh, cool. Um, that sounds so, fun. Yeah. And it was it was really good. Like I, I definitely feel like um, I laughed in a way that I do not. um normally you know because i mean life you life is weird sometimes (laughs) you don't go out and do things it kind of sucks so i went and it was absolutely amazing um and i told everybody you know there that they did an amazing job they were super appreciative of that um and it's funny because the music was done like they have like a little they had a i forget what the it's there's a violin, but it's smaller. Um, a ukulele? No, it's like specifically like a smaller violin. Huh. Is, it a, is it a viola? A viola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's a, a viola and then another guy with the keyboard. A viola is bigger. Okay, 
Sorry. I don't know. I guess shouldn't nerd over I'll here. Google no, it. you're fine. What's the smaller um, one then? <laughs> tiny violin. I'll Google it for you. Go on. But there, they had a, uh, you know, they had music to accompany like the scenarios that were going on in the improv, and it's funny because the guy who was playing the keyboard is someone I met at a completely separate uh, thing because of another situation where I decided I was just like, hey, I'm gonna go out and because there's a when I first started uh, taking classes, there's a. a uh, lady, a young lady, her name is Isabella Ivy. I don't know. I don't think any of you guys know her, but she's, you know, pursuing voiceover and she's an opera singer. And they had this event uh, downtown like every Sunday during the summer where these opera singers would go to this bar and they had like this contest where they would have to like take a shot and then sing a song. And they were like competing for like the crowd's reaction. And so I met this guy at that. And I got, I got, it was so long ago, I couldn't remember his name. And I felt so awkward because I sent a picture to Isabella. To I was like, do you remember, what's this guy's name? And in the picture, he's looking directly at the camera. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, <clears throat> that was not discreet. <laughs> so I just made this man feel awkward. <laughs> Did he no, say something was, to you? No, I I went no, and I, I went after the show and talked to him and we reintroduced ourselves. Um and you know, it was cool. Um I'm so you're probably that guy. going to Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm I'm probably gonna make it I don't know if I'm gonna do it weekly. I might. It's fifteen bucks. Yeah. So it's like Is there an age limit? No, I don't think so. Really? Okay, cool. I was cuz I would I I saw it and I was like I'd go if I had a babysitter, but I didn't have a babysitter, so I mean, they do there are like mature themes. Yeah. But I don't know if there's okay. necessarily an age limit. I never huh. I Guess I don't look for that stuff. Well, congratulations, man. Congratulations. That's awesome. Stepping up and putting your pants on and going well, you know outside. That, people always say that like <laughs> with voiceover like you have to like you can practice, 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 you know, as much as you want, study, 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 but like you have to live your life mm-hmm. because, you know, your reads are always going to be informed by your experiences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of my mindset behind it. And that's kind of what I tell myself, you know, when I'm just like, hey, I don't yeah. know if I want to do this, but I'm going to go do this. And interestingly enough, it's turned out okay most of the time. I don't think I've had one where I was like, I absolutely hate this. So, <laughs> well, nice. and I think it's good to network too, you know, because being in voiceover and even being in radio or podcasting, it's like can get kind of lonely, you know, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's nice to be able to meet other people and, and make new friends and, and, and pe- especially with people that understand like what you're going through, kind of like what right. we're all, we're all like, a you know, here together going through different things and different journeys, but we all understand what's happening, you know? So it's kind of neat to network with people. Well, the, you know, what's interesting is I, I was talking to my best friend right after, uh, right after, like I was telling her about the show and what have it. And one thing that I noted was that whether it was like the opera on tap deal or, you know, the bleach uh, improv deal is that I really enjoy seeing people, like when when people are doing things like this, they're in their element, you know, right. you're seeing like yeah. they're putting their true selves forward and you receive that however. 
but like also these people have made a conscious decision to choose themselves over like whatever they've whatever they've been told life has to be right like mm-hmm. we all all of us have had jobs where you know you could you know pay your bills but it doesn't make you happy mm-hmm. and so it's cool to see people who are like screw all of that i want to be happy i right. want to you know and i and i want other people to see that yeah you know? and and it, it it makes me smile it makes my heart happy <laughs> nice i'm happy because you're happy lloyd yeah <laughs> thank you absolutely yeah. No, that's. A good I'm really point. happy you went. Yeah, and and Frankie and Joss, you guys are awesome for pushing him, supporting him to go. Thank you. I well, <laughs> you want to, you want to know what my motivation was is like I, because okay, we should probably wrap things up. But I just want to say okay. when you put that out there, there was a moment in my life where I had like this like fork in the road where I didn't want to date anymore, and then uh-huh. someone introduced me to somebody, and it was somebody that I only want to have lunch with. And we, and the day that we were supposed to have lunch, I was at that morning at the person that introduced me to them. I was like, I am not going, I don't feel good. I just, I'm not going to do it. And they looked at me and they said, what if this is the man that you marry? And I was like, I'm not getting married. What are you talking about? We've been together for 20 years. It's my husband. I'm going to tell was- you something and you're going to be annoyed with me when I say this. <laughs> But <laughs> did you meet your wife? No, no, absolutely not. I mean, who knows? Maybe, but I won't know until you know that happens. All right, report but back. That was uh, that's essentially like the story for my grandparents. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And now you're calling me a grandma. <laughs> uh huh. No, I see where you're going, Lloyd. No. There's only one baby grandma here. That happened with me too. So you're not a grandma. Not a grandma at all. Well, shit. Where's my damn story? (laughs) Hey, right, Frankie? Right? Look, (laughs) I'm stuck in that regard. It'll it'll happen when when you least expect it. I I was, um, I had a roommate because I was working in Mexico City and my job um, offered me some uh, uh, housing. And so I took it under the condition that I would have a roommate. And my roommate, um she's she was Chinese and so she didn't speak English I didn't speak I don't speak Chinese I wish I did (laughs) and her Spanish was really off so like I don't even know how we did it like through body language and signs we managed to say hey let's go out because we don't know each other you know but she wanted to go to the casino and you know I'm from Vegas so it was like um I don't know like a casino really I don't even go to casinos like in Vegas. Like, why would I go to one in Mexico City? I was trying so hard not to go that day. Like Friday came. I didn't cancel on her because first it would have probably taken me two hours just to tell her <laughs> that I wanted to cancel because we couldn't communicate. <laughs> right. So then I was like, oh, okay, I'm just going to, I know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to try to take as long as I can doing all these, you know, errands I got to run. I got to go pay the electricity bill and, you know, go to the bank and go to the grocery store <laughs> and like take out the trash. And clean. I was doing everything that day. <laughs> I get home. It's like 10 o'clock at night and she's waiting for me on the couch. All excited. All excited. And she's like, yeah, you ready? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, fine. Let's go. Let's do this. You're okay. You look too excited. All right. So then we go. And as we're going there, we take the subway. We get off the subway and I see a Starbucks. I'm like, all right, we're going to stop in this Starbucks. Maybe it will be 
you know, we can spend like an hour or two in here and maybe she'll be like too tired to go to the casino. I don't know. We'll see. So we go into Starbucks. We're in there for like half an hour and she's like, okay, ready. And I'm like, right. and so I go, <laughs> I'm going into the casino and as I'm walking up, she, she tries to tell me like this, this table, this table is really good. Like, this is my favorite, like my favorite. Right. And she's making all these sign languages and I'm like, okay. And so she taps the guy on the shoulder and she's like, get over, <laughs> you know, like, get out of the way. That was my husband, my future husband. What? Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's so Aww. cool. That's so, so cute. So you so least you, expect it. So I, you're telling me that I just have to be like holding myself in a point where I just don't want to do anything. Yes. <laughs> like, don't want to go out. That I don't want to go out. Don't want to go to lunch. You guys. Okay. <laughs> People are like, it happens when you least expect it. And totally. my head was like, I don't know yeah. how I could expect it any less at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like, same. Same. Yeah, totally. It'll just be like, bam. Yep. Exactly. Um, exactly. Whatever. whatever. You guys, you I know. <laughs> well, you guys, yeah, it comes when you least expect it, you know, and that's like, it's like so. auditioning. Just totally let it go. Forget just about let it. Go. it. Forget about it. <laughs> Submit it and forget it. Right. Submit it and forget exactly. it. Exactly. Just put yourself right. out there and. Forget I told it. I told my son the other day I was like you think I should legally change my name to Angela Cortez he was just like well what what's gonna happen when you get married I was like I'm married to my money <laughs> <laughs> that's what's gonna happen that's what's gonna happen <laughs> that is the best answer ever I love it you know what's I love really it. interesting I love it that's awesome um, and and it, and it goes back to you just now talking about like auditioning it's a very interesting analogy that I guess I had never thought of that it, it makes sense both when it comes to auditioning and dating or what have it, what, or what have it. And that is that it's not going to work out most of the time. Wow. <laughs> that's it. Wow. Like, you put a dark spin on I that. I was like, uh, <laughs> but, it's, but it, you know, it, it went, you know, whether it's, I mean, auditioning, obviously it'll happen enough for you to, you know, make good money. You got to go through, you got to go through the, the $50, the $50. Yeah. First. The, yeah. I mean, or even big like, pace. yeah. Or, you know, even the smaller, smaller dates, you know, you just got to, got to go through it. Right. Yeah. I, I can't even tell you how many people I dated before I met my husband. Oh know? yeah. Yeah. And it's all about timing too, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm-hmm. auditioning. You put the time in, you know, right. like you put it in the time and then you get going and then, you know, you get some clients and then you go back and you, like you were saying, you find your, you find your flow dating yeah. and dating and voiceover. You got to find your flow. <laughs> nice. I love it. Nice. nice. Um, yeah. yeah. That's a wrap. Thanks for sharing your time with us. Follow us on social. Check out our show notes for a bunch of cool links and info. Be sure to tune in next time. New episode every other Thursday at 5 o'clock Pacific time. From the booth and beyond. <laughs>